0: through this audio journey. Thank you for sparing me the time. Appreciate ya. Super stoked on this intro, man. Super stoked on it, man. I really dig it. And I love the air horn, too. (laughs)
1: Lots
0: going on, man. Lots going on this week. Um... But before we get into that yeah i'm I'm your host i'm I'm alfredo i'm twenty six years old so hey if you're listening to this and you're twenty six years old, hey what's going on <laughs> um, for those who care I'm a cancer uh and uh i don't, I don't I mean does that matter? I know people and people really care about that stuff. Um, people like like men and women really care about that kind of stuff. And it's like is it's like you hear it all the time, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm such a Virgo. You're such a Gemini. I'm such a cancer you know like like that's a that's a real thing so yeah let me know what you uh let me know what you are send me stuff using the hashtag sensational potty that's sensational p o d d y not potty t t y um yeah man no hey that's cool if if whatever you are what you are and you dig and you believe in in what you believe and uh that's sensational.
1: <laughs> sensational.
0: Um which is the name of this podcast. So welcome. Uh like okay. So let me t- let me start off with this. I uh I live in Utah. So no I'm not Mormon. I'm not I'm not Mormon. Totally respect those who are. I grew up L D S though. If that, you know, and, uh, I left the church when I was 16. Like I, like I was just inactive after that point. Um, just wasn't for me, you know? So yeah, no, I, I, I went to, uh, I went, I went to like primary and all that stuff, you know, every Sunday, Sunday school, you know, whatever it was, I went to that, I did the whole young men's thing, you know, from, you know, age, 12 and I did Boy Scouts at like you know with which it was backed by the LDS Church up until last summer I believe um so I did all that man I, I mean I grew up in I grew up in small town Utah so it was very like you know do that and doing that is the norm uh I keep doing that clicky thing I'm sure you guys love hearing that. Boo! you know like god there's those people who are like into asmr right but i don't think that's it you know they they hear somebody like smacking their lips and like especially in your ear like dude no god like they're just like god please i hate this god please no no (laughs) no no because like you know how there's people who don't like you know hearing somebody chew you know, obviously, like don't don't chew with your mouth open because that's gross and nobody wants to see that. But you know that there's like people who absolutely hate it when you're on the phone with somebody. I've I've so okay, little little story here. I dated a girl for a brief while when I was younger, when I was, oof, man, it was probably one of my like early girlfriends, man, like before high school type of thing. So they weren't like real girl. No, freshman year of high school. So like, it really wasn't like a whole lot, you know, (laughs) um, it wasn't like that serious, but yeah, dated this girl. And then, you know, you know what? No, that's a lie. It was before high school. It was, it had to have been like my eighth grade year, maybe seventh grade, like, like the summers in between. I, I know it was a summer. Like, I know I was like doing this thing with this chick for, for the summer she lives in St. George and like she had like aunts and uncles up here. And I don't even remember how we met. I think we met through like a friend. And uh, anyways, dated this girl or dated was we were like talking. Let's just, let's just say that because that's what it was. We were just talking. We never saw each other. We never like went on dates together. We hung out like four times, I think. Two of them were planned. Others were just like they just kind of happened. Kind of like, hey, I'm like in your, I'm in Cedar. Can I see you for a bit? And it was like that, and we'd like walk like around the block or something. Anyways, um, so it was it was just like that kind of relationship. <laughs> um, anyways, when we talked on the phone, I she would be catching me when I was like eating some snacks and like watching like sports or like just playing video games with my homies and you know it's cool to like talk to a girl when like your homies are there because you know it's whatevs uh so you know just snacking out or something you know the point is i'd be chewing or eating or drinking something and i would do that you know i'd hear the here i got a drink right here i'd do like "Ah," you know (laughs) like i don't know if you heard that big gulp you know stuff like that she would call me out on stuff like that ew i hate when you do that ew don't do that i hate it uh, you know and like every single time without fail she'd call me out on that but don't know why you guys needed to know that um so anyways yeah man i live in utah and uh they just you know the the utah risk level of the coronavirus you know which is a which is still very much happening here in the world this is our new reality uh the U- the Utah risk level went from orange to yellow this week um it happened on on May 15th is when it all when they issued you know the the executive order um you know and, and it, in southern Utah like we were immediately to like yellow you know we were like scheduled to to be that you know it was like effective that that night um which was uh saturday may 16th you know like at midnight i think is what they said so uh, went from orange to yellow and so southern utah was you know businesses were opening restaurants were opening and uh yeah most counties like up in salt lake like up and up northern utah and stuff uh they they're like transitioning to them some of them are still orange but they're like transitioning into into yellow and i think you know they by now i'm sure um but i know like salt lake valley like salt lake uh like salt lake city and uh, west valley so like just that whole like county of that is that northern utah is still in orange just because there's you know that's more populated and you know the, the rona is still very much there Um but it's here too. Here's the thing, man. Uh, Southern Utah saw a 36 spike in cases here. Now, there's only like 70 death 72 deaths, I believe, of the coronavirus here in in, in Utah. Um, so, 36 in percent case increasing in cases is. Is a little bit nuts, you know. I mean, it's not a lot, it's not terrible. Um, it's actually, you know, what it's actually up to 80 deaths, and um, there's seven thousand, seventy-two hundred confirmed cases, um, here in Utah, 4,000 of which have recovered. So, you know, there it's, it's, I don't want to say that it, it could be worse, but it could be worse, you know. Um, the, and the reason I say that. Is because there is such a big retirement community in in southern Utah. Um, you know, you have you have a retirement community in St. George. Uh, I I you know what I don't even know if it's like a for sure retirement community. I just know that there's a shit ton of old people <laughs> in 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 St. George. And you know, St. George, for those who don't know, is uh, about like an hour from maybe an hour and a half from Mesquite so you know i don't down there the retirement community is big so i mean it's t- it's too close you know what i mean um especially when people like to go in and you know go over to over state lines you know back and forth to to hit you know dispensaries or go gamble or whatever um you know and even see like you know go on hikes out there and stuff and vice versa you know people from mesquite are coming down here because you know it's nice out there oh they're open you know, and, you know, they they could be those people who are asymptomatic or whatever it might be, um, you know, spreading it left and right. You know, and and, and Maverick, you know, the Mavericks are all up and down I-15. So, you know, they, they, you know, the gas stations, period. I just use Maverick because I have a friend who works at a Maverick and he says that the threat is still very real for them. You know, they see a lot of travelers and with the, the restriction going from orange to yellow, I think we're going to see a lot more. National parks are opening up, um, so I say that to say, wash your hands, to <laughs> practice social distancing. Still, this isn't over. It's not over. It's still very real out there, man. There's 1.5 million case confirmed cases, and 89,000 deaths. Almost, eight, almost 90,000 deaths. Okay. Like, it's still very real. And just because it's, it's, the threat has gone from orange to yellow, which is really just, it's, it's it's just, it's just a color. They're just colors, man. Like, that's literally how important this means in comparison to the real threat. Now, I don't want to be a fear monger, nor do I want to sit here and be some self-righteous prick, but. It's still very real, guys, and I don't I don't think I need to tell you, you know if if whether you think this is as big of a threat as they're making it out to be or not, I still don't think you should put you, the, you, the people you care about, you know who are um, more comparable, you don't want to put them at risk. you don't want to take that chance. and even if you don't care, why even take the chance? You know, like it just doesn't make sense to me how people can be so ignorant. You know, I and I, where I work, I see, you know, people from all ways of life. You know, the, you get the people who, you know, are pretty successful business owners to people who, you know, didn't get the best start at life or people who are straight up meth addicts, whatever it might be. You see these people and, uh, um, yeah, man. Like they're, they're, it's such a, it's such a divide between these people because half of them are taking this so serious that they're, you know, that they're, Hey, yeah, listen, I'm, uh, I'm collecting my social security. I haven't left the house for more than, you know, an hour and a half to go to the grocery store. You know, I'm, I'm paying everything online right now. I'm, I'm paying over the phone. So you know there's those people comparable people and then there's like the rich snobby people who I see you know and I say rich because they're already coming in you know with this chip on their shoulder about whatever business they're going to conduct I work at a pawn shop is is you know what I do so um if you listen to the uh we're from utah podcast they they like to tell you that I'm the mascot so if you ever if you know where I work and you see that mascot, go check out that mascot <laughs> and then tell me that that isn't, tell them at Ban Tanner Tuttle and at Zach Rex on Twitter, <laughs> tell them that that's not me or just send it to the sensational potty hashtag and tag them. But anyways, uh, yeah, man, like these people come in and they're just like, dude, this is a little bunch of bullshit. This is a hoax. And then you get the ones that are like, Super, like, political about it. So, and they're like, this is just a hoax by the Democrats trying to make Trump look bad. Like, what, dude? <laughs> Are you kidding? Like, why do you feel that way? Stupid. <laughs> um... Sorry I'm texting back because I'm you know doing a podcast Boo! letting him know hey I'm doing a podcast right now so leave me alone <laughs> I shouldn't say that um because it's my girl so she might get mad skinny baby love you nobody's in this room Woohoo! <laughs> I didn't mean to play that one um but anyways, man yeah, coronavirus. Stay safe. Wash your hands. I'm watching the uh, the last dance. Is anybody watching that? Shit's cool, man. Shit is way cool. Um, I just finished. I'm a little behind. See there you go. <laughs> I uh. Yeah, I just barely caught up to last week. So I just finished episode eight and tonight they're airing episode nine and 10. So the last two episodes, I just saw Jordan beat the nets and the magic. Is that right? The magic. They're in the Eastern conference finals right now against the Indiana Pacers. Um, and this is from the 98 season. And, uh, I don't know if you guys can hear that, but my neighbors are partying. Um. So yeah, I'm on. Uh, I just finished episode eight. So yeah, I watched them do that, and I watch watched them the ninety th- from the ninety three season after they just won the. You know they've they've won it. They won three in three in a row. Um. So I I saw that, and uh, I saw when you know he they talk they go over Michael Jordan or. James Jordan, which is Michael's dad, um, his untimely passing, uh, which I didn't know about. I I knew that he I knew that he had died, but I never really paid it enough attention to want to go and research it. Um, you know, it's a it's a man's father, and I have like a, I just I don't know, it's just not something I really wanted to read up on, right? Uh. So. Yeah, he was uh. You know, he he was went to South Carolina to visit some friends, you know, which he did. occasionally, you know, he'd play cards, go golfing, whatever, you know, in South Carolina, he'd take the drive and he'd come home. It was normal. Um, so when he did that and, you know, he had been gone for a, a couple of days, his, uh, you know, they went looking and, you know, they found his, his red Lexus pulled off to the side of the road. Um, uh, and yeah, no body, you know, there's no body. And, he's not there like okay now we're you know where'd he go and you know the story was that he pulled over and to take a nap and these assailants came and uh you know they 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 robbed him and shot him in the chest and he passed you know they found him in a creek it's terrible like absolutely terrible terrible way to hear about, you know, your father being, being murdered like that, especially after you just won your third championship, third consecutive championship, dude, like that, that, like that's gotta be tough, which led to him retiring, you know, he had just had a crazy year he had just beaten this gambling thing, you know, this rumor that was spread by the media because of a book called the Jordan rule. And, uh, yeah. So the gambling comes out, you know, this whole thing. And he goes on this during the playoffs, he says, I'm not talking to the media and, uh, because they're just going to ask me about this gambling thing. So, you know, on top of that terrible, that, you know, you know that uh, distraction going on. You're playing through the playoffs. You're, you're, you know, you're you're coming up against teams who don't want you to win three consecutive. So they're they are playing tougher basketball against the Bulls. So you go through that a grueling playoff series, you know, and then you get to the finals. You start talking to the media. And and you win, dude. You beat the Blazers for your third. And then your dad dies. That's got to be the most em- emotional year. What an what are an emotional roller coaster of a year. But you're still the greatest of all time because you won three consecutive. Better than Bird, you're be- better than Magic because they won two consecutive, but they didn't win three, and you did. Like that's awesome. You're on top of the world. Damn, they are partying, dude. Nobody's in this room.
1: Woohoo!
0: That's my party, dude. <laughs> 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 Um, so yeah, yeah, that happened. And, you know, which, you know, led to his retirement from basketball and going and playing golf or a (laughs) big golf, playing baseball and he goes and plays baseball and he, and he bats and he hits 200. Like he, he, like that's awesome, dude. And, And every one of them said, as if this documentary didn't, didn't stroke Jordan's ego a little bit more <laughs> or enough, I should say. They all say, "Oh, man, there's not a doubt in my mind if the baseball strike hadn't happened, he would have been in the in the majors." So he comes back. Yeah, you know, they're like a 30-win team at this point when he comes back. 38 wins, you know. Which can still make the playoffs You know And they do With Jordan coming back where are in the number 45 That's the year he wore 45 So you go through Get in the playoffs Go through the playoffs Eastern Conference Finals You play the Magic Who now have Horace Grant Who was a former Bull uh, So now you're playing them you play your heart out but your baseball body is just not adapting to basketball right now I'm, I'm I'm saying you like it's you but you get it man Jordan loses he spends the rest of the summer getting better he films Space Jam which is like the best one of my favorite movies of all time I totally dig that movie So <laughs> I don't know why that merited an air horn but it did so, yeah, man, he spends the rest of the year getting getting ready, and then he goes on, and he wins the next one. Championship number four. So, yeah, I mean, that's it. <laughs> like, Jordan, man, he comes back and wins it. Played Gary Payton and Sean Kemp and the Supersonics, the Seattle Supersonics, man. Shout out to them, man. We need them back, man. We need them back. But yeah, that was cool, man. MJ was totally a dick too. He's an asshole. Like he would just talk shit to everybody. He had a dude on there. He was, he was bullying. The, he was bullying him, dude. <laughs> he was calling Duke ho and shit. He was like, "Hey, you better make that shit, ho. <laughs> you better make this free throw, ho. What kind of defense is that? Get your bitch ass out of here, like that kind of stuff, dude. Like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> like Jordan was a dick. Um, and, and you know what? The crazy thing is, like, he even though he was like that, his teammates were all like, he was a fantastic teammate. He was saying all that. He was he was treating us that way to make us better." And we did. We got better. So, like, that's that's awesome. That is awesome, man. Like, when you got a guy who can motivate the team like that, man, that's crazy. That's what I'm going to do for you guys. I'm going to talk shit to you guys and motivate you to get better at whatever it is that you do that you want to excel at. <laughs> I'll just I'll belittle you on this podcast. That's what I'll do. Jesus dude. Yeah, Jordan was an asshole. Is LeBron a GOAT or is Michael Jordan the GOAT? <laughs> 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 like, what, what? Like people are having that conversation that's still a very debatable thing. And if you ask me, it's Jordan, Kobe, Braun. That's that. There's there's somebody out there no! like like you know no, god please no 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 like that's that's somebody because anytime that this isn't a sports podcast by any means either i just like sports so i'll probably just give you something you know give you something from time to time um or if something's going on but this is cool he punched steve kerr in the in the head <laughs> like i guess they got at it and for you, for those who don't know, Steve Kerr coaches the Golden State Warriors who have um Steph Curry, Draymond Green and Klay Thompson, you know, and they were like the 73 win team, you know, where they won two consecutive. That's a team that LeBron beat, you know. So, yeah, that's 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 Steve Kerr. That's the coach he played with Jordan. Um What else I got here? Oh man, this is cool. So Jordan's nineteen eighty-five Air Jordan Ones player editions sold on the internet for five hundred and sixty thousand dollars. That's so much money, dude! <coughs> Holy cow! Five hundred and sixty thousand dollars for a pair of shoes. They're they're autographed. You know, so like that's kind that's pretty dope. But the previous shoe, most the previous most expensive shoe was the Nike Moon shoes. And they went for four hundred and thirty-seven thousand five hundred dollars. And it just and then, you know, Jordan's shattered the record for most expensive sneakers. So yeah man, who's got five hundred and sixty thousand that you know just lying around that you can spend on some shoes? So much money, man. So much money. To have just five hundred and sixty thousand, you know what man? I'm buy these, bro. I'ma buy these. And also, like, who's buying them? A collector? Like a business or something? it's it's probably jeff bezos dude i dude imagine jeff bezos buying those shoes and just like to say hey fuck you i'm the richest man in the world i'm gonna wear them and he fucking wears them yo jeff bezos would be like i might have to salute if he does that if that was him I mean, I'd be like, dude, fucking uh, five hundred sixty thousand for Jordan's Air Ones Player Editions, man. Like, you he wore them, and they're all beat too. Like, he definitely wore them for like consistent amount of games. So, yeah, man, that'd be crazy. That'd be baller. Do y'all hear that he's like the first like trillionaire or something? That's crazy. I guess I can. I guess that like that kind of stuff happens to people who, you know, get a major tax break, right? (laughs) Boo! Oh man. Let's see. Let me play you guys some music. I'm gonna play you guys some music here. So um. Oh shoot. Uh first one I got for you guys, man. This is uh this is one of my favorite songs at the moment too. It came on shoot, it came on like two weeks ago on my shuffle and it's just been in my head and I play it a lot, honestly. It's a very it's from a very close friend of mine. It's uh from her album that dropped last year called Lost in the Prelude. This is Kayla J. The song is called Fantasy. Aww, yeah. I know you're gonna take this. I totally dig her music. There's, uh, yeah, if you have uh, Apple Music or Spotify, just look up Kayla J. And that's K dot so, Yeah, you'll have to check her out, man. She's dope. That's what I wanted, a louder air horn. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I've known her since I was a kid. I met her, I think, when I was 20. 19 going on 20 because I got a job at Sports Authority. <laughs> you remember those, dude? Sports authorities? Yeah. Um, I was a cashier. I, uh, I applied to be a shoe sales guy. Like, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to sell the shoes because, you know, I can... You know, look at all the nice shoes and stuff. So, that's what I wanted to do. Um, But, yeah, they ended up hiring me as a cashier. And she was the cashier manager, so she was my boss. So, yeah, man, she used to bust my balls all the time about shit. I'd be like, if I was off a couple cents or something, like, like I, I was over... Like, a nickel or, like, a dime or a quarter sometimes. I don't know. I was over a dollar once. That kind of sucked. Yeah, she would just, like, break my balls about it, dude. She'd be like, yo, like, you're just going to be over? (laughs) 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 (coughs) She'd actually say it like that. But, no, man, she would just, like, give me shit about it. And I'd be, like, clocking in, like, a couple minutes late in the morning or whatever and she'd be like, You're late I'm like, Damn man. I know. But like, you are always late. <laughs> oh man. She was great. No, she was fucking cool. Uh once I once I got out out of a uh, cashier and a uh, cashiering and just kinda like started working doing like Salesforce stuff, it was just like a lot better. You know. Um, we had the homies working there too, so it was Kayla, um, and, and Shaylee, another friend of the show right there. Shout out Shaylee, Shaylee green. I get, I'm out here giving her last name. <laughs> um, yeah, Wade, Clint, man, that was crazy. It was, it was crazy, man. We had a good crew. We had a really good crew. And then our like store manager, Kirk Christiansen, out here giving his name. Uh, sorry, Kirk. Uh, yeah, he was, he was my boss, man. And he was cool as shit. He was super cool. Oh, my God. And my boy Vance worked there, man. Vance is the man. He's a Liverpool fan, for those who care. <laughs> Soccer stuff. Oh, man. Yeah, he's the man. Uh, I met him... I met him there, but I had known him from... from playing soccer. Because I played soccer every Sunday with with these group of guys who are, like, the best. Like, they are some of the best people in the world. Um... Shout out to you guys, man! You guys get loud air horns. <laughs> uh yeah, man. No, great, great group of dudes, and Vance was one of them. And uh, yeah, I met him through there. So working in Sports 30 was cool. Got to work with him, although we never really worked together that much. I think he had he had the uh, I had like the morning shift, and he had the afternoon shift. So it was kind of like you know, I, I never really got the Work with them a whole lot, but I got to work with Kayla and and Shaley a whole lot, and that was cool because they're like two of my closest friends. So, friends of the show, you know, I got a group chat with them where I send them stuff, and they send the group chat stuff. It's awesome. Uh, so yeah, man, Sports Authority. I still got like, like threads that I bought from there. I don't like, like like three Nike shirts that I bought when I worked there. Still fit. Still rocking them. Still mm, solid. Solid quality Nike. Solid quality. And this is a plug. Because <laughs> I love Nike. I'm wearing a Nike hat right now. <laughs> oh man, this is cool.
1: Sensational.
0: Love it. Sensational. Who's an essential employee? Anyone? I am. Um, do you feel any different? Like, do you feel like a hero? Because <laughs> isn't that like the whole thing? Like, you're a hero. I saw a meme. Um, did anyone does anyone ever see the show uh, Gravity Falls? It's like on Disney, but like, it's actually kind of like a cult and like gritty. So that show is, there's a kid on there, he's wearing a hat and he's has a piece of paper and somebody's handing it to him. It's a screenshot of like him getting the hand, taking the handed piece of paper to him. You know, he's taking the piece of paper and then he's opening it and and he opens it. It says, you are essential. And then he responds with, this means nothing to me. <laughs> like is that is that anybody else or i just think it's funny dude (laughs) so uh yeah man i it's cool i guess i didn't lose my job can't complain i have a job i was you know that's always cool that's always cool but, like, I hear people from unemployment are collecting, like, $900 a week or something, man. Like, come on. You're telling me that I'm not going to be a little bit like, ah, that sucks. <laughs> you know, like, fuck, man. I, I mean, nothing beats having a job, but, like, fuck, man. Just, like, chilling at home, getting, like, 900 like, Okay. I might be able to buy five hundred you know that those Jordan ones, and or at least put a bit on them. I don't know. But we get stimulus checks. Twelve hundred dollars. Do you know there's still fucking people out there who haven't gotten them? And they're already talking about sending us another wave of them. Yeah. I think we're I I you know, I think we're still we're set to get another twelve hundred dollar check. But what about the people who still haven't gotten theirs, dude? Is it that hard? Is it just, is it, now is it, is it because they haven't gotten them because they haven't filed taxes? Or, or like, is it, like, what's going on? Are they essential? Or getting money's essential. Getting money's essential. That's what all those rap songs are about. Forget females, get money that's the whole that's the thing right that's that's the slogan <laughs> oh i checked out some some cool music from from back in the day if you will 2007 2007 dude 2007 that's crazy It's 13 years ago, man. That's crazy to me. Um, You guys ever heard of the band Puddle of Mud? Puddle of Mud is an alternative rock band, and they put out. uh, I'm sure you've heard the song. She like hates me. She hates me. Or like blurry. Everything's so blurry. You know that song? Yeah, that's them. And that was on their album, Come Clean, in 2001. So they've been around a while. So I checked out the album Famous. And it took me back, man. This joint came out in October of 2007. And, um, yeah, man, this took me back. It took me all the way back to then. October of 2007, like, that was 7th grade. 8th grade? I was 8th a- grade, October, because I had been in 2018. Yep, so that was 8th grade. I was in school, man. Just a kid. A young kid. Trying to, you know, full of hopes and dreams and aspirations. Like, that's what I wanted to do, man. Wasn't a quiet laughing at me in the background. <laughs> um... Yeah, man. 2007 was a while ago. So uh that's actually the year my my younger brother was born. Shout out to my little brother Jordan. <laughs> Shout out to him, man. So the the puddle of mud Fave miss album. Like my three standouts are the first track which is the single famous he says I just want to be famous uh, be so fucking jaded cause all the playboy bunnies take my money from me uh, what else does he say man the lyrics are pretty they're pretty ragtag here uh, Hollywood Hills pocket full of shells sunset drag and I haven't even slept all day zone in something's gotta give might as well live it up until the fat lady sings mm. <laughs> you want it you got it it's everything you dreamed because i just want to be famous be so fucking jaded because all the playboy bunnies take my money from me show up at the oscars smoke out tennis hopper the money is for nothing and the chicks are for free yeah <laughs> nobody's in this room Woo-hoo! yeah man <laughs> I fucking love that song.
1: Everything's coming up, Millhouse.
0: Love Millhouse. So yeah, man. Famous is cool. That's the first track on there. Then Psycho. That's a really good track. And Moonshine. Now Moonshine has a pretty cool sound to it. You know, it's like it's just like a very soft like guitar. You know, just bam, 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 and then the rhythm rhythm guitar comes in. Just strums a little bit. Some chords. <laughs> I like it. I got it. You yeah, know? And it's it sounds awesome. Moonshine. Stepping in front of my skyline. Can I get a minute to figure it out? Figure out why we had to fall apart. Hmm. Somebody feels that out there. So. That's a cool song too, man. Yeah, check those ones out. Puddle of Mud. Famous album. Just check those songs out. I also dove back and listened to uh, D12's Devil's Night album. Boy, was that some shit, dude. (laughs) 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 Like, oh, man. Bizarre is the shit, too. That's, That's the album that has Purple Pills and Fight Music. If you ever heard those ones. Um... Nasty mind is crazy. Uh, that's Bizarre's verse. Uh, he says, uh, let's see. He says, this is the hook. What is on your nasty mind? And then the curl says, like, nasty mind. You know, the reverb. Don't you want to get F from behind? I don't want to say it because it's a little crass. Then treat me like a dirty slave. And beat me like I won't behave. I just want to get freaky baby. Like, man, that song is sick. Uh, and um, shit can happen is cool. It ain't nothing but music is cool. Eminem has a really dope just like a dope uh, dope hook on that. But I'll tell you man, the my favorite song on this is uh the the Eminem song at the end. It's called Girls. He's talking, man. He's out here like he's trying to catch a body, which means he's trying to kill somebody lyrically. He talks about like Fred Durst and stuff. Um I'm trying to think of uh Okay, so here here's this here's this here's this bar right here. Oh, damn it, I lost it. Thanks a lot, Apple Music. Uh da, 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 da. I never had no beef with your with you corny sons of bitches. But now, this shit is broke, and you can't do nothing to fix it. So I'm telling you right now, motherfuck a limp biscuit. Now, I'ma be real. Be real was real. <laughs> I Like, he ain't say shit the whole time. Me and Whitney was beefing. See, he chilled. He was cool with the whole situation and kept it neutral. I'd have never involved my crew if it wasn't for pupils. Yeah M was out here trying to catch a body man And uh, he he just goes off In this song He's got a cool tempo He's got a cool cadence on it man It's like very like Slim Shady Like on drugs Slim Shady And he 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 says uh, He shouts out Royce 2001 so what is that That's uh 2001 Is that the Eminem show the M show that's 2002 so he was like he's out here dude like he's he's on that cadence he's on that tempo where his he's got that like reverb in the background and uh <laughs> and it sounds a lot like white america uh business you know like that that kind of like rap and cadence um say goodbye to hollywood Like that's, that's what it sounds like, you know? And that's what M is known for, man. Slim Shady, I should say, um, till I collapse, you know, it's like that same aggression that's on there, you know? And, uh, yeah, man, M is, M is the shit. So I listened to that, man, that D12 and that put me in, in down a rabbit hole of, of Eminem. I listened to, uh, to all of it really man i listen from you know the new one music to be murdered by i listen to the to the godzilla song and i still don't like the beat i'm sorry i know that's an unpopular opinion to some rap heads but i just don't like the beat and i don't really care for juice world's involvement in it rest in peace like it's just not it's just not for me man. Like that beat is nuts. It's only good for and I will only and I will say this. It the only good part about this beat is that it goes so well with that really fast part in the song. Like That's it. My personal opinion. I just think that the beat is just not it for the rest of the song other than the like just I don't know what it is man. It's like baum boom, boum, like oh no,
1: god please no
0: like it's just not for me man anyways i listen to that and then i listen to kamikaze i listen to the ringer which is awesome and then i listen to not alike which is usually my go-to for that for that song because it has or on that album because it has a feature from Royce the five nine who is my in my opinion the best out in the game right now Kendrick Lamar is amazing I would put Drake up there too if we're going off of hits and stuff and relatability and especially for me I feel like I have like a soft spot for Drake given that for when he came out I was going through stuff and his music was about going through certain stuff that I felt like I was going through um you know going let's see uh like going to like the so far gone album mixtape which is what I this is my first um listen with Drake you know people call it an EP people call it an album call it a mixtape to me it was a mixtape because I downloaded it as a (laughs) mixtape and uh that one, man, that changed the game. That was 2009. That changed the game forever. It changed the way and it paved the way for these young acts to be who they are and how they are today. And then I obviously, Lil Wayne did too. Lil Wayne did a lot of that, man. He did the auto tune trend with the dreads and the color braids and stuff. like the color, Yeah, the color dreads and stuff. Like He did that. But he also did a billion mixtapes too. So he was solidified as one of the greats by just his mixtape catalog alone and he has so much that you're always listening and you're always listening to his, his, his different cadences and his different delivery and his different punchlines and stuff man I'm like Lil Wayne is the greatest of all one of the greatest of all time for sure as far as like revolution revolutionizing the game absolutely so Far Gone was cool check that out too you know what? The Puddle of Mud album came out in October of 2007. And um, it just reminded me that Drake goes by October's very own. So, <laughs> yeah. If you want some good stuff to listen to, listen to those three songs. And then uh, go and go and check out So Far Gone, Drake's album. You can find it on YouTube. You can find it on your, all your DSPs right now. Just type in So Far Gone. Um, the whole album, Start to Finish, is amazing. 14 tracks or 18 tracks an hour 14 duration um, Houston Atlanta Vegas was cool man he's got a Trey Songs feature but my, my favorite man is uh, Say What's Real Best I Ever Had, The Calm oh and Bria's Interlude I love Bria's Interlude but yeah those are, those are it man All the whole album is amazing to me but uh, you know the ones that I really gravitate to Say What's Real is an awesome awesome piece man it starts off like very you know that that's that's what I that's what I caught on to man it's very emo and very it was very relatable for me at the time you know because I'm a teenager who's uncertain of his emotions and his can't process his emotions or his feelings or anything like that so you know he's just he's just like going through it so yeah man it was relatable Starts off the song with why do I feel so alone like everybody passing through the studio is in character as if he acting out a moving role. Talking bullshit as if it was for you to know. And I don't have the heart to give these bitches, these bitch N words the cue to go. So they stick around, kicking out feedback. And I entertain, I, I entertain it as if I need that. I had a talk with my uncle and he agreed that, that my privacy about the only thing I need back obviously I don't relate to all of that, but you know what I'm saying? Like the whole, why do I feel so alone? Like everybody's passing through the studio is in character as if he acting at a movie role, like all that stuff right there, you know, not necessarily the studio, but I I took that as like my life, you know, I I interpreted it as coming, passing through my life as in character, as if they're acting at a movie role, as if like they're, you know, they're just being fake to me, you know? And, you know I guess if you think about it that's probably applicable to to somebody or some situation to you now so it's like still relatable so Drake has longevity in that sense but anyways man that's all I got for you enough of a rant I will leave you with this though before I go do you ever listen to a song and it just immediately takes you to a place like a time, a certain trip, maybe like a road trip you took with your friends, a party, anything like you just listen, you just have that song because or if there's multiple songs or an album like an artist, maybe like it, do you have one? Let me know. Send me stuff on the hashtag sensational potty. That's sensational, P-O-D-D-Y. This has been episode one of Sensational. Thank you all for tuning in. Wash your hands. Stay safe out there. Wear your seatbelts. Know your exits. And most importantly, have an amazing day. Thank you guys for tuning in. Episode one of
1: Sensational. (laughs)